He straightened the lapels of his suit and rubbed a hand through his thick brown hair. Seems to me she doesn't enjoy the way you converse, the woman replied, her deadly eyes burning into Mason's. You men should clear on out of here, or you and I will have a conversation, and it won't be friendly. She lowered the pistol that had been pointed in the air and aimed it at one of Mason's men. She did not blink as she stared into Mason's eyes. A silent promise passed from her to him, a promise of death. All right, boys, Mason said to his men, still watching the fire-haired stranger. I believe it's time we spoke to Sheriff Brady about transients wandering through our town. He took his eyes off the woman and looked at me. Mrs. Thompson, we'll continue our conversation at a future time, he told me, his thinly veiled threat clinging to his words. Not likely, said the red-haired woman from the back of her mare. She kept her guns leveled at Mason and one of his men, and the three men climbed onto their horses and galloped away, heading toward town. As soon as they were out of sight, I let out a deep breath. I hadn't realized I had been holding my breath. After I leaned against the carriage, trying to compose myself, the chestnut horse and its rider came closer to me. The rider dismounted. You're fine, she said reassuringly. Don't let that weasel get to you. Thank you so much, I said. I was still trying to calm my nerves and catch my breath. I'm Scarlet. Scarlet Sierra, she told me. Father Simmons sent me a telegraph, told me you might need someone to look after you for a time. Oh, I said. Well, that definitely explains why this strange woman was here. He told me he had sent for someone, but I had no clue what he meant by that. I think he felt you needed someone to protect you and your little ones for a spell, she replied.